welcome to Dating in the City, Season 4. We're your hosts, the Conti Sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm, regularly featured on MTV, NBC, Forbes, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly nine years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti-Pineda. And we are so excited to be here today. Um, Last time, Alessandra did a... A one-man. A one-man. A one-man show. (laughs) I can't believe it's so funny, so... We were, I was like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to fill up? Oh, by the way, by the way, you guys, you might hear a little billowing, um, and we have a third that's here with us. A third who's learning to be America's next top matchmaker. America's next top matchmaker. He's learned ever since he's been in the womb. In the womb. We've been grooming him to be America's next top matchmaker. He's... His uh, progress continues with filming a podcast. Um, yeah, we're Christina. Had, Christina had Austin. Yes, I know. Oh yeah, I, to- I told them already. That I was. Yeah, I already had yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they know. They but know. Now he's actually part yeah, of. Yeah. He's part. He's he's. We're, Christina's in the middle of an intimate act. Um, Which is just nursing. Breastfeeding. Yeah. yeah. Nursing. <laughs> nursing him. Yeah. You can't always control when they want to eat. Yeah, that's for sure. And he has a voracious appetite. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big boy, just like his auntie. <laughs> and um, and it's so funny because so it's such a great time because everybody's working from home. So Christina's working from home now. And I came to Christina's home, so that's why we're filming the podcast. That's where we're filming the podcast today. So, but yeah, it's so funny because last, the week before last week, I was so concerned, like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to just feel like, you know, how am I going to do a podcast just by myself? Like, and of course I end up, it ends up being our longest episode, I think maybe ever. It was an hour, an hour plus. But anyway, you guys, we're so excited. We have so much to um, talk about today. Yeah, there's a lot here. There's mm-hmm. a lot here. So our first segment, we will jump right in. We couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now as personal matchmakers in 2020, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. I also, sorry, Christina, I didn't even ask you, like, how it is to be a new mom. Oh, I guess, well, actually, when I was doing my, I did, I was on Timory's show the week that Trending Austin, with Timory. yes, on Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio, uh, the week that Austin was born, <laughs> and we actually spent the first half of the episode of me talking about the ups, the joys and sorrows of the first week of pregnancy wow. and how it can impact your marriage and your relationship. Oh. So definitely listen to that if you want to have a deep dive into that. We'll actually put that in the show notes so you can take a look at that as well. But it's been it's been wonderful. It was probably the 
I've never felt when Austin was born, I've and that day or two after was probably the happiest I've ever been in my life. Really? The, that joy that I experienced was probably yeah, the deepest oh joy I've gosh. ever experienced. And then That is so beautiful. Then then because when you're nursing the hormones change oh. and in general you, you lose estrogen even if you're not nursing, but oh. Pro, there's a hormone that has to come in for nursing, so the estrogen leaves, and there's a lot going on for for women after that. So, oh if gosh. you are about to have a baby, or going to have a baby, or want to have a baby, just know that this is that's totally normal, and it's not really something that people talk about that frequently. Mm-hmm. And it can you can feel like what is going on, and one of my I'm ruining my marriage or whatever it is, but these are normal. <laughs> Normal hormones. Yeah. Oh yes. my gosh. I know. And like, honestly, having a baby is just so all-encompassing. It is. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. I knew it. Like, I knew it theoretically, but I think seeing it in practice is just like you are. You were like you're busy. Yeah. Like you are busy. Um, but anyway, okay, so let's talk about Sex in the City now. Yes. Um, this is season two, episode 10, and it's called The Cast System. Yes. Ooh. Can we date outside our cast? That's what Carrie couldn't help but wonder, and I couldn't help but wonder. Can we date outside our cast? So in this episode, this is all about social inadequ- in, in, inadequacies, social inequalities, so basically, this is the episode where Samantha dates that very, well, one of the episodes where Samantha dates a wealthy man, because mm-hmm. she tends to date a wealthy man. But this particular man, Harvey, had a female servant named Sum. Do you remember oh. this with the Asian, she was this Asian servant, and yes. she was so kind to Harvey, but to Samantha, oh, she like she like was so rude to Samantha and like ripped the sheets off of Samantha oh. and was just so rude. Um, and then so Samantha then tried to tell Harvey, but um, but some acted so innocent and acted like I, I forget exactly what she um, she claimed like Samantha stole something or just was or right. hit her or something something strange. Sorry guys, the recap is a little wonky. Um, but I remember been a then busy day. He he yeah. chose some over Samantha. Yeah, and that probably happens in all of his relationships. Yeah, totally. So really crazy. And then Charlotte was dating a, a celebrity actor. Which oh sorry, I didn't actually even remember. No, I, I don't remember, remember this. this part either. They probably cut this they cut part the out for the for sort of Channel Eleven. Channel Eleven, which is where we used to watch mm-hmm. Sex in the City every night with our mom growing up. Um, so yeah, I didn't know this, but it, anyway, it was like this fan. She was. It was like a fan lover relationship, which actually we can talk about. Demi Lovato just had this huge breakup. Oh. Um, remember, she was engaged, I and I don't even want to got engaged. Yeah. Wow. They were engaged. I don't want to utter this guy's name, um, A, because I forget it, but also because it doesn't matter, because he's so, oh my God, what a creep. He had all of these fan accounts for Selena Gomez. Up until 2018, they were active. How weird is that? 
Like, he had Selena Gomez fan accounts. He mm. was, like, one of those guys that was just obsessed yeah. with dating celebrities. Or just obsessed with celebrities. Great. Well, we'll get anyway. to that with stars that are just like us. Yeah. Um, actually, that's not one of the stories. Oh, but okay. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, and then we have Miranda and Miranda and Steve's story. So, um, mm-hmm. if you remember, Miranda took Steve shopping for a suit, um, but he couldn't afford the suit. Um, she went to a tailor, um, but yet, and and and, sh- and Miranda was like, "Just let me pay for it." Mm-hmm. But Steve was like, "So absolutely not!" And he put it on like seven different credit cards, and it was just this really oh. awkward encounter because he just couldn't afford the suit. Right. Um, and then Carrie, then it, big. If, do you remember Big bought Carrie this? Like this, uh, oh God, what is the designer named? Um, but this purse that's like very sparkly, um, and it was like a duck purse. Yes, yes. Oh, what is the name of? I forget Mm -hmm. what designer it is, but it was like the purse that all of the Upper East Side Mm -hmm. women, all the Park Ave, um, women were wearing. And so Carrie, he big, um, Carrie then said when she got the purse, she hated it, Mm -hmm. but she said, "Oh my gosh, I love you." So then Carrie drops the "I love you" bomb, but big doesn't say I love you back in true big fashion and anyway so he takes her to this party and then um and she just feels really like not like these are not her people so she ends up going outside and um to smoke and one of the wait staff there one of the cater waiters um went outside as well to smoke and she knew him he was this artist mm-hmm. and he got this new tattoo and then he was like showing her the tattoo and it was like in, in near his crotch area oh. and it looked like Carrie was like down there oh. so it was just this horrible oh, really? it was just oh comedy of errors it's so, so bad so bad has, they always create oh. Situations for her. I know. But anyway, so I so I think this is a really interesting topic. Can we date outside our cast? And this is something that as matchmakers, mm-hmm. I feel like we really see every single day. It's true. We see it's a true. lot of people who are very unwilling to date outside of their cast. Yeah, and actually that was one of the criticisms of Indian matchmaking mm. because they this I forget which, some, maybe the New York Times or some person, writer for one of those papers was, did an opinion piece about Mm -hmm. how Indian matchmaking is reiterating the whole caste dating, Mm -hmm. the caste system in India, and that there's no place for that in this new world, and da, 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 da. So I could see her point, but because also as, as matchmakers, we do see people come in and have very stringent requirements yeah but about who they're looking for however some of it is well founded yeah it's very interesting because i don't necessarily i think when we call it a caste system it definitely is very like it's that's very strong. Yeah. Um, it's very strong. And I feel like especially I mean, you and I have both lived in London in England. Yes. And yes, 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 yes. there the caste yeah. system is alive and well. Yeah. And true. people are very separated and people don't commingle mm. um with people who are not 
at, you know, even the accents. I remember learning that mm-hmm. British, the British accents, they're essentially a key tool to tell, to tell, you know, what, what, you know, social status you yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it's fascinating. And I, I don't think the U.S. is, I don't think the U.S. is that bad with it. I think they're, but I definitely think that the people who elect to work with matchmakers do, I hear every single, for the past nine years, almost every single day of my life, I have heard that women saying that women more women not so much men but more women this is important to the women um I understand why but saying like I want to date a man who is of a similar caliber as I am Mm -hmm. like this is the wording that I guess people are using right that women are using nowadays I rarely we do hear it from men but it's less for men for men they want attractive and sweet for women, they want successful and, uh, like, I mean, they want everything, but, like, that's right. a... But I will yeah. say, Alessandra, we have, especially recently, had a number of bachelors who have been very picky yeah, on... Yeah, that's so- true. Sophistication. Sophistication. Someone who can, if they have a profession that's that's a very respectable, whatever p- position that they're in, they want to be able to have a woman who can talk the talk and walk the walk with him. Yeah. So we have had that recently with men, too. Yeah. We can't forget about that. Yeah, we definitely can't forget about it, even though I wish I could. But um. I think there's certain... No, I understand. Yeah, no, you I understand. I'm just joking. Under, understands where you're coming from. If yes. you're not... If someone isn't... Doesn't have an education, and that was... Mm-hmm. There's certain things that... It's very difficult to say, okay, they need a master's degree or they need a, they need their university degree. It's hard to label it, but when you meet someone, you know if they're on your same page or if they're not. Yeah. And that's, I think, what we're coming from. That yeah. Don't judge people by the degree, the amount of degrees they've gotten or where they grew up because we fortunately, and hopefully it will stay this way, live in a culture where you can strive to whatever you're born into it doesn't mean you have to stay in that position yes you can get an education you can work hard that's part of the beauty of being being from the U.S. and yes so that's that is part of the beauty about being and that's why everybody wants to be in the U.S. it's true like let's not forget I think Mm -hmm. that there's so much hate about US, USA, and like America, like so much hatred. It's disgusting. People are dying to be in the US because they have the opportunity to come from nothing and to create, to really do whatever they want. And it, it, exactly, there are, there are people who are, who are were born with a silver spoon in their mouth and they're not successful. Exactly. And there are people who were born with their parents had not even two penny two sticks to rub together. What is that expression? Yeah, that's right. And now they're multi multi millionaire billionaires. Right. Or, or so just have a successful have career a successful career and, career. and we're so, able to work yeah. our way up. So yeah, that's the beautiful part about the U.S. That there are there are yeah definitely it's it's a it it's it's hard to be successful and there are definitely you know in um uh, uh, somebody who 
has more opportunities. That's definitely something. But anyway, let's talk about dating now. Yeah. But I think that with dating, I can I really agree with you, Christina. I think that, you know, the it's not even so much about socially like the 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 status, the social status of somebody. What are you I'm thinking about one of our past bachelors? Oh God. Oh my God. Oh Lord. Well, I mean, he was an extreme. I know. He we once worked with this guy who literally wouldn't date a woman unless she had some kind of royal title. title which we actually gave him. Yeah, we did. We did a great job. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I'm sorry to detract we were No, on a I mean, yeah. That's exactly. There's the that's the pendulum. That's really um on the one side of the pendulum who really cares. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that I think there's a certain like openness that somebody should have and but there mm-hmm. is that familiarity of somebody who grew up in a similar way that you grew up in and there are it just it's kind of an e- it's easier to do life with somebody who understands your core values mm. and but at the same time I also think that someone can develop or choose values I don't necessarily think that even if somebody was raised in a really wonderful family with all of the success in the world and blah, 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 went to the best schools, I think they, as we've seen, they can very much lack values. It's true. So I think that it's more of like, okay, what is this person's core values? And also, I mean, I will say it's not, you can't, there are certain elements of a relationship like if you're a woman who loves to go to the four seasons and like loves to go to dinner at fabulous restaurants and loves to be pampered and loves to go on little weekend vacation trips there like it would just it's it's not going to make sense for you if that's if those are your hobbies and you can afford them and you want a partner that's going to like enjoy that luxury with you it would be like just doing everybody a disservice if you were to be with somebody who like you know is not just a doesn't like those things b really cannot afford those things and I'm gonna sound like a brat but that's what I think well I think with and we can use Samantha as an example she ends up dating a struggling actor at the end And she ends up just paying, doing it herself, yeah. paying for it herself. That's so true. You could do but that. But he's hot. Right. He's right. stunningly gorgeous. Right. So that's why there's... There's trade-ups for everything. There's, yeah, there's trade-ups for everything. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just a big believer. If lifestyle is really important in a relationship. So, and... It, Exactly. I think that if you do want to go the route of a Samantha, then and you want to date a really hot, gorgeous guy and not really care what his career is, right. that's awesome. And focus on the physical. Then go for it. Focus on the physical. Know that you're going to be footing the bill and don't have that expectation that he is. Right. But, you know... I, I don't know it, how it yeah it might it Let's might it yeah hands. it might make the it might make that balance teeter off the edge yeah you know that's very possible because Samantha's relationship was fictional 
It was and very fictional. Yeah. Yes, it sure was. So we'll let the yeah. listeners let the listeners decide. decide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so um, one of the stories is Mariah Carey reflects on Nick Cannon's divorce, mm. on the Nick Cannon divorce. We, quote-unquote, could have worked it out. So she hmm. just wrote this new book. Wow. Um, Raya Carey just wrote a new book, and it's so I can't wait to read it. Hmm. Um, in real life, do people rush to a breakup too quickly? Mm, I was just thinking about Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, thinking, what a shame. Aww, yeah, and I, I didn't know. even know she wrote this book. So I know. that's amazing. And yeah. actually, Timory and I have talked a lot about celebrity divorces recently. And it's, I completely agree. I think people do rush to a breakup too soon, whether it's because of flare-up emotions and if a lot of times if you're a celebrity, you're used to getting what you want and if you don't get it, that person's disposable. And yeah. that's part of the struggle of being a celebrity. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh dear. Austin. Austin. Oh my God, baby. Baby. He knows the struggle. He knows it. He gets it. The paparazzi are relentless. But I think in, in non-celebrity relationships, it's true as well because we do live in a very disposable society culture yeah. where everything can be replaced and mm-hmm. and I think we do it's 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 wonderful that she wrote about that and yeah. how she yearned that maybe they did rush into this and yeah something that I've learned over the past years of seeing um really successful relationships but also seeing a lot of self-sabotaged mm. failed relationships oh yeah we were just talking about that earlier we mm-hmm. um i've i see that there are we have been primed as a society to exactly it's such a disposable to okay something goes wrong mm. all right let's break up and move on and find someone better. Right. But right. The or even a date. Is, a date yeah, wasn't oh, perfect. It wasn't. So. Exactly. It wasn't absolutely perfect. Right. And then, okay, I'm just going to move on to the next. Mm. But the problem with that mentality is that after, that's not sustainable. Like no. you, for, if you want a long-term committed relationship, you will, you can find something wrong with every single person that you ever date. Yeah. And you need to give people grace. Mm-hmm. We, I remember, we worked with one woman who was in her 40s, never married, and she, this was her problem. Yes. She would just constantly, something would come up, and she would have the mantra of this, the mantra that we've all been fed, that don't settle, you deserve the best, screw mm-hmm. him, find someone better, all of that, mm-hmm. that is, you know, well-meaning friends right. give women this this mantra. But in reality, you're going to, you, you're going to end up alone. Mm-hmm. You can be right all the time, but you will be alone. And there is no perfect person. So my, my perspective on this is that I'm a big believer that there are going to be issues with anybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody, there are going to be issues. It's a matter of... Does that is that person willing to own their issue mm-hmm. and 
try to make amends or make changes? Or is that person saying, this is me, that's it. If you don't like it, you can leave. That's true. That's, I think, the difference between what I've seen, people who are single and people who are in relationships. Yeah, and I will say, Alessandra, even in the pre-Cana, the pre-marriage training that Dan and I did, mm-hmm. they said the most toxic phrase to say is, this is me. Oh, God. And I, I can't change. I mean, I love the song, <laughs> This Is Me, because it's about, like, owning your flaws oh, and, or the know. perceived flaws of society. It's from a bearded woman. It's from The Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. Brave. Yes, yes, I know I what you're brave. saying. I am who well, I'm meant to be. This is me. <laughs> I guess what what I'm what they're saying in here is it's very dangerous for a marriage if you're not willing to to say that I can okay I'm gonna work on this Absolutely. and change you no, need to so true. work on those issues and it's great to start from when you're dating and to yes. be with someone who's open like Alessandra mentioned so I think yeah an open man is the best kind of man because mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be perfect and you have to learn each other out and it's so easy to break up it's so easy it's so hard I know but it's also like just you know mm-hmm. try try just try give Keep things trying. time give things time um okay Let's move on to our next segment. It's sisterly. We, okay, so I wanted to also just the Demi and uh, Max oh, Ehrlich yes, yes, breakup. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, good. So, you no, ba- basically, I'm, yeah, Max Illich, Elrich or something I think like I that. posted a photo of them because we were saying oh, how God. happy we were for I them. Know, and we then, were. I know. Because we just want Demi to be happy. I know, but you She's know been through so much. I know. And we have these guys. He reminds me of, like, I sometimes get these. We sometimes get these guys that... They're just, yeah, I mean, they they just reach out on the website and, like, they don't oh. pass the initial application phase, but mm. it's basically, like, hey, like, I want to, basically, like, I want to date a celebrity. And it's yeah. so weird. It's just, it's just weird. Anyway, let's move on. Huh. Yeah. Great. So this is Sisterly Advice, but Mansur's edition. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, Christina and Allie. I've been doing a lot of virtual first dates that have been a bit lackluster, but I really like the bachelorette you set me up with. Ooh. Mm. But now I am nervous about screwing it up in person and there not being that chemistry. Can I get some tips? Oh, and this is from Virtually in Love. That's so cute. (laughs) Virtually in Love. What a witty... Oh my god, I wonder who wrote the virtually in love, the little pun. The little pun. It was Austin. Baby genius. Our little baby genius. And Alessandra, I think you had mentioned that you had the perfect advice for this. Well, Christina, so but I think that you were talking about how like so why don't you talk first? Because I think you had a very interesting take on this that when you were doing, when you were dating, yeah. it was really difficult for you because, yeah. and for so many women, yeah, mm-hmm. set the stage. I w- this is for both men and women, actually. I thought it was just women, but mm. now I've been seeing more and more men experience the same phenomenon with all these virtual dates happening yes that you will when you're getting to know someone virtually or via text 
create castles in the sky about what the person's like, or even before you've met the per, or even before a virtual date. And that's how I, if I was, when I was dating, I did, I tried everything. Yeah. I also, as a matchmaker, it's good to know all the different ways of, of, course. of dating. So you have to do everything. Yeah. And you have I, to. And I say, when I say I am not a fan of online dating, it's from personal experience. Yeah. And I had tried it and it was really upsetting for me because I would look at these men's profile and basically plan our wedding. Yep. And then meet them in person. I'd be so nervous because the I thought the image of what I created was going to be, sh- I knew it was going to be shattered and I didn't want it to be shattered. Yeah. So that I think may have been why it was so traumatic for me to go on those. That, and I only went on maybe two. I know. From Gosh, online that's dating. so common. I know. It's so Now that I'm no, hearing this more often. Yeah. It's so common. That, yeah. And men can do the same thing with women, especially if they're, they have love on the mind. They want to be yeah. with the right woman and they want to try to make things work. Yeah. But that in-person meeting is really important because you do yeah. see a totally different element of attraction and how you can... If you're even drawn to each other, which yeah. virtually it's very difficult to yeah. tell. Yeah, and I even okay. So at, just to answer your question, I would not. I want you to get that fear of there not being chemistry out of your brain, okay? Because you are going to rabbit hole and then self sabotage, and there won't be chemistry it's if you true. put that out there. That oh my god, I don't know if there will be. Okay, just then you'll be caught up in that and you won't be in the moment, okay? I want you to focus when you are meeting women in person. Dating in the City is brought to you by our Patreon. We're thrilled to announce the restructuring of our Patreon to allow for more club members, even as low as $1 a month. Join our exclusive club of Patreon members to support our weekly podcast and activate access to amazing personalized gifts and benefits. We'd love to keep providing you with the weekly podcast that you love and to ensure that join today on patreon.com slash dating in the city. Again, that's patreon.com slash dating in the city. Support the podcast that you love and get a tax deduction for it. I want you to focus on having fun, being in the moment, being present, and really flipping that vacation mode on and vacation mode on and work switch off vacation mode on. Really just focus on enjoying and having fun and don't focus on, oh my gosh, is this my future wife? So focus on being in the moment, enjoying, having fun, not, oh my gosh, is this my future wife? And putting so much pressure on it. Take the pressure off and enjoy. All right. Christina, um, why don't we do the final segment, catching up with the Contis. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Christina, do you have any updates? Yes, just Austin has his baptism this Saturday, so please keep him in your prayers. And Alessandra had a big birthday 
Surprise. Yes, I did. So you guys, I just I just had my big my big 30, my big 30th birthday. And as you guys know that if have listened, I usually do a huge blowout that I talk about for months and months and months. And it's really my big event of the year because I'm not right now I'm not planning a wedding, even though I might be soon. Ah! <laughs> Drop that. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, like I'll I'll be planning a wedding within At the next point couple of years, right. you know, with whoever it is. Um, but no, I mean, I really, I'm, I really love my, my current boyfriend. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I, it's my big event of the year. So, um, but this year I had to do something a lot smaller, a lot more socially distanced, a lot less twerking, you know, cause Lord knows I love to, love to get, get my groove on at the party. Um, but yeah, but it was, ended up being really fun. I was at the Beverly Hilton. Um, they did an awesome job and I had the cutest cake ever so definitely check out my instagram at matchmaker alessandra conti and you will see my unicorn cake and just a few really fun pictures from the event um but anyway you guys thank you so much for listening to um dating in the city with us today if you're craving more content from us and even if you're not um definitely go to youtube um and just type in matchmakers in the city and it's the matchmakers in the city youtube channel um and we give very small like 11 minute like 10 to 15 minute videos that are very topic based um and topic targeted so yeah if you are like what's the last one that we just posted um eight the the, the eight secrets celebrity eight, secrets yeah oh celebrity secrets um six, six celebrity secrets to being charismatic yes. um and then we also had that one didn't get as many views oh really? <laughs> plus yeah i guess no one cares but um the other but uh, other ones that have gotten a lot more views and a lot of um a lot of traction um we just uploaded our um eight definitive rules like eight texting while dating rules and that that we thought were obvious but clearly they're not because um there are we get a lot of date feedback about these Mm -hmm. um and a lot of people doing date coaching sessions wondering what dating etiquette is um dating texting and dating etiquette is so anyway you guys thank you so much for listening and we are we'll be back not next week but the week after and yeah thanks so much thank you bye much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.